This week on True Me brings you Kevin and Diana. They don't have an agenda. They just want to talk about your biggest, baddest secret. A brand new week, a brand new episode of True Me with Kevin and Diana. Hey, hey, hey. Hi, hi, hi. How's it going, ho? I'm doing good, boo. I've How never you called doing? her that before, so she's like, surprised. That's just like, oh, excuse you. <laughs> All right, girl. Uh, today we still have uh, Dr. Johan, aka Dr. Love, Dr. Baby. Dr. Baby. Dr. Baby in the studio. Um, Dr. Johan, at the end of the last episode, you were mm. talking about handling yourself mm. as a member of the uh, GLBT community, mm. figuring out your sexuality. Mm. Perhaps you thought you were straight, but you end up being bisexual, or perhaps you no. think that you are uh, someone who's trapped in a woman's body, or perhaps you're. Mm. You know, you just like the same sex. Mm. What do you do to take care of your own health, especially mentally? Okay, um, this is my area of expertise. That's why I love it. You're a psychiatrist, okay, yeah? I'm studying to become a psychiatrist. Okay. Um, so, in the not only gay, LGBT community, um, one out of three all LGBT teens have attempted suicide before. One out of three. One out of three. That means if Diana, you are part of us, mm. one, one of, of us, us in this room would have tried to kill ourselves before. I tried to kill myself with a whole cucumber before. That's not killing, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I set killing, myself on fire. You're uh, killing your Okay, mom. go on. Okay, like, jokes aside, this is very yes. serious. Yes. Uh, suicide and is nothing to laugh about. Yeah, absolutely. And one out of three gay teens would... Attempt or think about attempting suicide? Attempt suicide. Oh my. Attempt suicide. Mm. And we suspect the number is actually even larger. Because it's we don't make the statistics in Malaysia. In Malaysia, itself. no, not yet. Um, actually, th- I was thinking of doing that for my thesis. Mm. But anyway, <laughs> and we do see a twofold increase of uh, mental health issues in LGBT individuals compared to uh, straight individuals. This is because all mental health. Uh, actually, basically, genetic diseases, brain diseases, and Wait, mental health, yeah, mental not health. sexuality, yeah, not sexuality. I'm not, I'm not even going to talk about sexuality uh, today. So, when you have the predisposition to get a mental illness, you don't necessarily get sick. But when it is coupled with the uh, psycho and social aspect of life. Uh, such as stresses, such as you know big events that happen in your life and things like that, you are prone to get into depression or bipolar or even schizophrenia. And on top of that, your defense mechanism and your uh, coping skills play a huge role in developing mental health. The problem with LGBT kids is that we are often told that who we are are not right. We shouldn't be born. We should be. Um, we should be killed. We should be castrated and things like that. Can you imagine somebody who just discovered what sex is or what love is, being told that, nope, that's wrong. Hmm. Come back and try again later. You know. And with that amount of hatred from their friends, their family, their parents, even. You can understand the amount of stress that a normal LGBT person would face in countries like Malaysia, which are very, very conservative. Um, I, I actually remember watching a, a what do you call this thing? A video clip. A video clip of uh, the new Will and Grace show. Mm-hmm. So there was this older guy who. Oh, the daddy episode. Yes, the daddy episode. So the the older guy was like um, was telling this younger guy who she's about to hook up with um, about how he came out and it was very hard and things like that. And the younger guy was like, "Well, my yeah. first crush broke my heart and." That's really sad And that's his coming out story And 
the the older guy got yeah, the parents really got a divorce yeah. and then they threw him like two coming up parties yes, and he had like yes, a dilemma yes. which one to go to. Uh, so this is in a trailer. We're not spoiling it for anybody. <laughs> but there's obviously different experiences when it comes to coming out yes, for gay people from different generations. I don't think true? that Malaysia might have gone past that first one. Mm, you know mm, what I'm saying? Mm, I think mm, we're still struggling. A lot of people are still struggling to even admit to their friends, mm, not even true. their family members, just their friends that they have uh, perhaps uh, a tendency to to find other mm. people attractive who are of the same sex, the mm. same gender. So in fact, that's what, something sorry, that uh, yeah. you in can fact, talk what, about. What a lot of non-LGBT people don't realize is that we are always coming out to new people every single day. And every time we come out, it's we might be blase about it. We might be we might look cool telling people that you know what I like dicks. But at the same time, we are putting our ego out there. We are telling people our darker secret because we know that whenever we tell this to somebody, we might get rejected. Yeah, in they fact, may not be your friend anymore. They might not be your friend. In fact, uh, in my life, the person who has rejected me uh, most violently when I came out was actually my sister. And she has so many gay friends. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know where the homophobia came from. And... Um, it's all fun and games when it happens in your own family. Yep, yep, yep. And uh, but of course, in the end, we made up and blah blah blah. And now she's trying to hook me up with people in her life, but her taste is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, get new gay friends for God's sake. Okay, well, we will continue to discuss this. We are with Dr. Johan, a.k.a. Dr. Baby. We'll be back after this very, very short break. (laughs) Talking about uh, the GLBT community and uh, our mental health issues. How do you love yourself? That's what we're going to find out at the end of today's episode. Don't go anywhere. This is Kevin and Diana. We're back from our short break. We're still with Dr. Johan, a.k.a. Dr. Baby. And we've been discussing about mental health in the LGBT community. Mm. Doctor, um, you know, you were talking earlier about how in your personal experience, there was the the part traumatizing, like, you know, semi-traumatizing, I assume. Well, actually, you know what? Everyone's experience is very different. When you came out to your sister, she did not react um, as well as you would hope, considering mm. the fact that she has a lot of gay friends. How did that impact you afterwards? Did you, like, sort of hold back from telling others your true self? Mm, uh, for me, it worked really differently because, like, as I've told you guys before, I found out I was gay when I was, like, 25. Mm-hmm. And I did not have that self-hate thing that most gays went through, which is lucky for me, I guess. But um, when I came out to my friends, most of them accepted me. And I do have this um, intuition of who do I not come out to and things like that. So I've always been accepted. But when I came out to my sister, uh, it was such a... It was very traumatizing to me because um, we grew up together. We bully our other sisters <laughs> since we were like... Because she's like one year older And my younger sister was one year younger And (laughs) she has always been close to me And after that episode We did not speak for about a month I know it might not seem like a lot But to me that was a lot And it was really really uh, traumatizing I had to re-evaluate The seriousness of coming out Because at that point I was taking coming out for granted But again That gave me the strength To come out to my mom And Not my dad But I just don't want to come out to him That's another story mm. um, But yeah uh, It is something that 
is very surprising to me because I, as somebody who is what we call psychologically minded in my field, would be so affected by this thing. I imagine people who are not as psychologically minded or who is not prepared mentally to face this rejection, their experience might be magnified tenfold, hundredfold or thousandfold. I can't even imagine how uh, what they are going through. For people who find rejection hmm. when they go out hmm. from their, you know, whether it's from their friends, from their social circles, from hmm. their teachers, or perhaps even worse, from their parents and hmm. siblings. Hmm. Obviously, everybody will be affected differently, but sure. it's not a good feeling being rejected hmm. by the people that you love and you respect hmm. and you look up to. How do you think they could take care of themselves? <laughs> In a place like that, uh, from your personal experience and mm. also from your professional experience if I were a patient right. and I come to you and I say I'm trying to come out but everybody stopped being friends with me mm. what should mm. I do? Mm. Mm. Uh, it is the very most cliche line in the LGBT community but if you don't love yourself how the hell are you going to love anybody else you know um, but trademarked <laughs> I know right by RuPaul but um, then again it's very hard to love yourself. I had troubles loving myself for entirely different reasons, but I had troubles loving myself to the point that it affected my job, not to mention my social circle. And I had to get help. I went to a therapist and she said something that I felt was very, very powerful. She told me that you are not responsible for other people's reaction to you. So you can love yourself, you can come out to people, you can tell people whatever you want and things like that. But whatever their reaction is, it's not a reflection of who you are. It is a reflection of who they are. So a lot of people find that when they are um, they get this rejection, they feel like this means that I'm wrong, this means that I'm not a less, good person yeah. unless and that is so toxic mm -hmm. so you have to realize that I'm, it's not easy but you have to realize that when they reject you it's not about you it's about them yeah mm. they could be afraid they could be homophobic mm. uh, they could be just not ready or perhaps they don't want to be associated with you for very social reasons now mm. obviously people would go through a very different scenario and for gay people who are whether they're trying to come out of the closet or maybe they're trying to hide inside the closet and they're afraid or they're sad or they're depressed as a medical person, a person mm. in a medical background before we end the show today. What do you have to say to these tormented people who may not even look that sad on the outside mm. but on the mm. inside mm. could be the one of three kids mm. trying to commit suicide? Mm. Mm. So there is a huge stigma about coming to looking for professional help when it comes to your mental health. However, um, in Malaysia, especially when you go to a psychiatrist, that means you're crazy. You know, uh, but Wait, people think you're crazy. People think you're crazy. Okay, it, it doesn't mean you're crazy. It, it doesn't mean you're right. crazy. Of course, even other doctors would stigmatize us as the professionals in the field. But again, you have to realize that if you don't seek professional help. If you do feel like you hate yourself, you can't sleep, you want to harm yourself, do seek professional help. Because if you don't seek professional help, the only person who will suffer is you. Mm. It's not your family, it's not your mom, it's not your dad, it's you. And you are such a beautiful person, whoever you are. Yes, I'm Kevin. And you deserve to live. And you make the world a much brighter place 
with your life. So please seek professional help. Thank well, that's you the so wise much. words of uh, Dr. Johan Arif, and hopefully he'll be able to join us again another time uh, because obviously he's got so much to share. And if you have an issue that you want to talk to someone about, if you want to get in touch with uh, Dr. Johan, or perhaps you want to just talk to someone, you you've got your befrienders, you've got your help groups mm. on on Facebook, you've even got me and Diana. You can find us online pretty easily. But for now, we actually have got to go, Diana. Yeah, we do. So we'll catch you again next week. Again, like what Kevin said, hit us up on Instagram. Otherwise, hit to icekachang.com.my. Dr. Johan, thank you so much for being no, with us and me. giving imparting wise words. It's very very helpful. And again, that's exactly why Kevin and I, you know, love being on True Me. We want to help people as much as we can. And having someone with great background like yours. Having someone with a charisma unique to yeah, oh, nervous. We're going to be right back. Uh, well, we're going to be back next week anyway. So yeah. don't go anywhere. This is Trumi on icekacang.com.my. Bye. See ya.